This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 21 of Outspoken. I... You know, I I really love the podcast format. I was just thinking about it right before I filmed this. And it's just a very relaxing format because I don't really have to cut a lot out unless I say something like my words get twisted or whatever I said didn't make sense. And I really don't have to cut anything out. But overall, super relaxing. So (laughs) I hope you are just as relaxed as I am today. What are the topics? Let me just get right into them because there is a lot. I want to, I'm just going to have a little introduction in the beginning. I said last podcast, I would talk about squirrels for a quick few seconds. All right. And then I want to talk about uh, Caitlyn Jenner and then OJ Simpson. I know weird, right? Weird, but you'll see what it's about. And then designer clothes. And then I'm just going to talk about procrastination and a couple of other relatable things at the end of the podcast, if you're interested. And then I'm going to end it with LGBTQ stories as well, like always. So sit back, relax, hope you're having a great day. And uh, all right, here's, here's to the squirrels. This one's for the squirrels and the ducks and the geese. So I've always loved to feed the squirrels. I did it when I was a teenager. I do it now. Right now I live near a cemetery, which is filled with squirrels. Like, it is a squirrel family. There are so many. When I go to feed one, ten squirrels come. It's like I'm, uh, who's that? Sleeping Beauty? What, what's the, what is the princess, what's the Disney princess that has all the animals? No, it's on the tip of my tongue. It begins with a B. It's not, it's not Sleeping Beauty. Oh, it begins with a B. And now I'm going to have to look it up. Snow White. Why did I think it began with a B? Princess, I thought her name was Belle. Let me look up Princess Belle. Wait, Beauty and the Beast. So which sleeping? So which one is Sleeping Beauty? Okay, her name is Princess Aurora. I don't know. You know what? I'm fucking it all up, and I'm gonna insult all of you. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm Snow White. There we go. That's that's all I wanted to say. It's like I'm Snow White every time I go outside. I feed one squirrel, ten of them come, then a couple of birds come, then I don't know, maybe frogs come too. So. Um, oh, yeah, if you like to feed the animals outside, a lot of people like to feed them bread. It's not very good for them, uh, especially, I mean, I guess all the animals, but ducks and geese, I see people feed bread. I, I, I did that too before. Yeah, it's not very good to feed. It's, it's like if you were eating bread all day because they get a lot of bread from the people who visit. I don't know why bread was like, uh, why did bread become the universal thing to feed ducks and geese? You would think you would be like, oh, these are, these birds eat, the grass around i've seen them eating the grass i've seen them eating the bugs uh they probably like vegetables and whole grains uh, but i'm gonna feed them this leftover bread from our house because we don't want it but anyways i just want to let you know that squirrels remember your face and i thought that was so cool they can uh, eventually start to know who you are like if you go and you feed them often and they won't be so scared i remember i used to feed squirrels and pigeons in boston uh, like six years ago or whatever, or still whenever I go. And 
they they used to sit in my lap and eat off of my lap or out of my hands and stuff the squirrels and the pigeons but the pigeons can be a dangerous game to play with because they'll like when one comes a bunch come and then they like fly around you or they fly on you i remember one time i got bombarded by pigeons there was one on my head they were on my shoulders it was really funny because i was just feeding the pigeons and there was probably like 30 or 50 of them around me and then one pigeon decided to fly and sit on my shoulder my arm so i put my arm up and he was just chilling there and then all the other pigeons saw that and then they thought it was okay to do that so then they started doing it too and that's how i ended up with like five pigeons on each arm and then a bunch of pigeons were trying to sit on my head it wasn't it was um there was people in the park too it was kind of embarrassing so i had to like walk away from that situation i didn't mind it too much but um feathers flying they could have shit on me so i had to i had to go but uh, I don't know, I just wanted to share these stories because I just, I really love to feed the animals outside and I feel like some of you probably love it too. Isn't that fun? It is the funnest thing in the world. I don't know what it is. It is so fun to me. And the funny thing is, every time I see somebody else feeding them, it's always an elderly person. And then, and then there's me. Okay, now I want to talk about the most random thing that I have seen on my timeline. This is something that I never thought I would see in a million years. It just, I don't, it is, okay, so Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor. That's not the, that's not the, that's not the part that shocked me, which I personally can't see having a good outcome because a lot of people are transphobic, except California is, is a pretty good state for LGBT, but you know, you, you'll have transphobic people and then you'll also have a trans people. A lot of trans people don't like Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, so I feel like that is, that might not be the best for her, you know, but, or, or she could win. We never know. We don't know. But I know every trans person I know doesn't like her. Uh, anyways, um, you know, after finding that out, a very interesting person had something to say about her. The most random person that you would ever think of fucking OJ Simpson has something to say about trans people. Now, if you don't know who O.J. Simpson is, I would please, please do yourself a solid and Google him and then watch a documentary or two. I've seen plenty over the years and I feel like a lot of people know who O.J. Simpson is. And it is just, oh my God. So he uploaded a video to Twitter giving his opinion on trans people. You know, because this is the opinion that matters. OJ Simpson opinion, opinion, yep. <laughs> See, that's what I mean when I have to cut things out because I, sometimes I just can't speak. I don't know what, I don't know what goes on in my head, but it doesn't come out right. So we'll do that again. OJ Simpson's opinion is the one that matters the most. And I'm so happy that he shared this with us because I think it's going to do a lot. I think it's going to change a lot. I think people are going to listen because he is such an important figure in everyone's life. And I am fully joking. You can't hear it in my voice. <laughs> but, but, and you can't see it on my face either. So I, I got to tell you. I'll play some of his voice clips. It's only like uh, two minutes long. And we'll do a little bit of commentary on it, okay? Hey, Twitter world. It's me, yours truly. Well, I don't know how it happened. But yesterday, for some reason, the conversation amongst all my golf buddies uh, got about the uh, this think about transgender males especially in high school uh competed against the girls <laughs> okay okay uh all right first of all that's 
wrong. He doesn't know the difference between a transgender woman and a transgender man. He thinks they're switched. You know when people are like accidentally allies when they say, oh, trans men will never be women and stuff like that. And it's like a brain teaser because it even confuses me for a second. I'm a trans man. Like I went from female to male. So I'm a trans man. I'm a transgender man because I trans, I trans, I trans, I transitioned into a male. So then you, you put those two words together and then it makes trans man. And then the same with woman. So, but OJ thinks it's the other way around. He thinks a trans male is like Caitlyn Jenner. So that's why he, <laughs> that's why he said that. And I think it's the funniest thing when people say that shit. But <laughs> anyways. Uh, and what did I think about it? Well, I told him I didn't have much of an attitude about it, but one guy reminded me how upset I was when some friends from my old country club in California told me that the former Bruce Jenner was playing from the ladies' tees. And I had to admit, I was upset when I heard that. Hold on, I don't, I don't understand what he said. Did he say Caitlyn Jenner was playing for the late, like playing on a ladies' team? It sounds like he says playing for the ladies' tees, and I don't even know. That doesn't. Is that golf like tee like golfing tee? Maybe that's what that means. Ladies' tees. Oh, golf, golf. All right, so the ladies' tease is golf. See, I don't know any of this because I don't play golf. I saw uh, the former Bruce um, compete in the Montreal Olympics. I actually worked the games and called part of one of his races. And what an athlete. The man was an exceptional athlete. And he won the gold medal as a decathlete. And somehow it just bothered my senses that he would be playing from the ladies' tees. I play with a lot of uh, ladies and some who were in high school and some who played high school golf and they played from the same tees I played from. Did Okay, so he just said that he played he played with ladies? Did OJ Simpson say that he's played with ladies and, and high schoolers? So it's okay. First of all, anything he does isn't okay anyways. <laughs> but he just said he plays with ladies, so why would it bother him if Caitlyn Jenner plays with ladies? I don't know. Is this like golf league? I don't even think Caitlyn Jenner was playing sports still. Somehow I just thought it was some sort of unfair. Uh, in any event, uh, I said, yeah, well, I guess I'm against it. I don't think this man knows what the definition of unfair is. Did he watch his own court case ever? Has he ever seen it play back? Did he see it live in person? I don't think he knows what unfair is. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. I'm against transgender um, uh, males uh, competing against women. Well, that's good because it would be a shame if I did compete against women because I do take testosterone and I would probably, um, <clears throat> who knows what I could be capable of with all that genetic, I mean, sorry, with all that synthetic testosterone running through my veins. You don't know what'll happen, man. I'll throw that ball so far, you won't even see it coming. Um... But then I had to say to myself, well, what do I think about transgender 
females who become males, should they still be able to compete against females? Yep, that... <laughs> talk about fucking mental gymnastics. Mental gymnastics, what the fuck does that even mean? This dude doesn't know what he's talking about, and I don't ever expect him to. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is making my head hurt. I don't want to think about it. Wear your mask. Get your shots. I'm just saying. Anyways, that's how the video ends. And it's really funny because if you could see the video, he's like out in public and there's people walking around and he has his mask taken down. I just, I don't know. I think something weird about OJ Simpson just being in public. And also he's, when he puts his mask on, I'm surprised that mask fits his big ass head, but apparently a glove didn't fit his stupid hand. That makes sense. <laughs> that tweet actually had 5,000 likes. Which is highly concerning that 5,000 people would even want to, um, would even enjoy that video by this, by this man. That is such, that is so weird to me. I've watched too many videos about his case and that whole entire thing and I just, I... I like how trans people being in sports crosses the line for him, but like, homicide doesn't. That, no, that's fine. Well, that's totally cool. But transgenders in sports? Electric chair. Anyways, the replies on this tweet were really funny. I just have a few of them here. Someone said, guys, I think OJ Simpson is about to be canceled. <laughs> Me too. He better watch out. He better watch his back. You know, he's got a clean record. He's got a... That'll get him canceled. Uh, somebody else said, OJ, thank you so much for being my three-year-old daughter's role model. She has a poster of you in her room. Thank you for being the best role model for my little girl. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who took that seriously. It has a lot of replies. So I wonder. I wonder. I just wonder, man. Am I lost here? But I thought this guy was going to spend the rest of his life looking for the real killer? Question mark. I'm assuming he's very close. And somebody replied and said, If he's anywhere near a mirror... He's extremely close. <laughs> I enjoyed the replies. They were a good laugh. When I saw this random shit, when it came up on my timeline, it said something in the caption. It was like something about X and Y. And then I saw his face and I was like, oh, okay, now OJ Simpson wants to talk trash about trans people. Okay, because you're gonna, your input is going to change it all so much. They are going, the people who are in charge of trans sports or sports in general are going to see you saying this. It's going to change the whole game, man. So your opinion was worth it to put on the internet. The only thing that's happening now is little baby podcasters named Sam Collins are talking about you in a 5-10 minute segment. Ow, my stomach hurts. Ouch. No, it's, it's the heartburn, man. It's burning. It's burning. This is what happens when I see transphobia. I start to burn from the inside out. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about was designer clothes because another video I saw on my timeline was from Donatella Versace answering questions for Vogue. And all of her responses were really funny. And I want to share a couple of them with you because I actually learned a thing or two here as well. All right, so listen up. Uh, which Italian word do you wish English speakers would stop saying incorrectly? Versace. is Versace. All right, see, that's what I learned. I called it Versace. It's Versace. 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 See, I'm Italian, so this should come out naturally, but it's just not working. Versace. Versace. 
I could do it without the stereotypical accent. Oh, Versace. Not this Versace. I feel like if it was pronounced Versace, it would have C-H-E-E at the end. If you were not running Versace, how would you be spending your time? Having a nervous breakdown, probably. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what is it? She was so serious with her answer, too. <laughs> I mean, hey, if I wasn't running my YouTube channel and my podcast and all that stuff, I'd probably be having a nervous breakdown, too. Actually, actually, I'm having one regardless all the time. So, so actually, that's a lie. How do you react to criticism? I hate it. That's a really, really good response for that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people don't hate criticism. Criticism can be good or bad. It helps you become a better person. So why would you hate it, huh? And in America, what's your favorite thing that Americans say? Fantastic. <laughs> Is that an American thing? Fantastic? Really? That's not universal? I thought that was like like a universal word. That's fantastic. And Donatella, for the last question, I have to ask you, what fashion advice would you give me? Hmm? Oh my god, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I know. Jonathan? I would not want to be caught in my outfits in front of any of these designers. I don't know, they would think, I don't even want to know what they would think. I would be like, it's just a piece of cloth. So back off, man. And that just, that one, I wanted to bring in, um, talking about designer clothes real quick. Do any of you like designer clothes? See, I've never, I don't think I've ever owned a designer piece of, I don't think I've ever bought in a designer piece of clothing. Okay, maybe when I was a teenager, I would have really liked to wear designer. For, I really, really wanted it when I was a teenager, but I was a teenager. <clears throat> And I couldn't get a $500 shirt from the store. I, that would be ridiculous. I could buy a million different pieces of clothing with $500. Uh, and I was just thinking about it. Now, is designer worth it? Someone's got to let me know. Is it worth it? I only have one hoodie that I didn't buy. That is an off-white hoodie. And... I personally find no difference in the in the well actually you're not supposed to you're not supposed to dry designer clothes aren't you not right you're not supposed to put them in the dryer so why would I want to pay $500 for something that I can't put in the dryer why because it's good quality is that why you can't do it I, I don't know any of that man maybe that's why the quality got lowered because I put it in the dryer like 15 times already <laughs> yikes but uh you can still get you can get t-shirts for 50 bucks those are some pretty good quality t-shirts. Even a t-shirt for 20 bucks, 10 bucks. You know, it's not too bad. Some of the best shirts I have were the cheapest clothes that I've ever bought. I don't know. Designer clothes have always been very interesting to me. You know, sometimes you'll see people decked out in Gucci. And then I ask myself, why? Why? Like everything on their shirt and pants will say Gucci. Just interesting. I mean, I guess if you're extremely rich. If I was so rich... Money, I didn't even have to think about money. I probably would buy designer too. Um, just to have better quality clothes that last longer, right? But if you're not like filthy rich, I feel like it's almost just a waste of money unless you keep the clothes for a long time. <clears throat> I'm probably insulting so many people right now. My deepest, sincerest apologies, my friend. So now I just wanted to talk a little bit from my mind about a couple of things 
So we have to have a talk right now, me and you. There's something I got to tell you. Something I got to be honest with you with. Be honest to you with. Be honest with you is what I got to do. I'm joking. Those are the words that I hate to hear from somebody. It makes my stomach drop. It makes me feel sick instantly. Like a snap. Like a like the speed of light. I hate those words. I hate the words we need to talk. Oh man. Even me saying that just makes me feel sick. We need to talk. Nope. 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 You should have just said the thing instead of saying we need to talk because now I'm 10 times more nervous. I hate that. Let's talk about procrastination for a little bit. Who else procrastinates? Raise your hand. Everybody? Yeah, I think everybody procrastinates. But this has been an issue that I've had since I was a kid. And it's so frustrating that it follows you into your adulthood. I used to procrastinate all the time at school. With uh, schoolwork or projects or anything that I had to do, I just waited. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about doing it. I mean, come on, schoolwork, I feel like that's justified for procrastination. But now as an adult, I find myself doing it with things that I that I actually enjoy doing. I procrastinate it and I can't help it. And it's very frustrating. There will be things that you want to do really bad. And I'm sure everybody feels this way. But then you procrastinate it for what reason? And then it just happens. And then you're like, oh shit. And then Friday rolls around. You're like, oh, oh, wow. I totally forgot to do that. Now I have to do that. Um, now I have to cram all of it in two hours and get it done. It's so annoying. And you will do it with something that you genuinely want to do. Like if you want to start going to the gym, you might start procrastinating that. If you want to start cooking healthy, you find something else to do. You, you become lazy, whatever. You can't do it. You forgot. You forgot an ingredient and then you procrastinate it. And then you don't go to the store and then you don't get the, you know what I'm talking about. It's so annoying. Um, so I have a solution for procrastination. You want to hear it? Just do it as soon as it pops into your head. I'm fully joking. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna, maybe I should start trying that. Maybe that'll work. As soon as I think about that thing I need to do, I'm just gonna do it right on the spot, right then and there. All right, so let's get on to the LGBT stories here. I have three of them today because they were really, really good. There is, there's so many good ones in my inbox. I don't know how to, it is so hard to pick them every time. All of your stories are so good. So if you don't know, I do this thing on my podcast where I read LGBTQ stories at the end of each episode. They're submitted by you, the audience. So if you want to submit any LGBT stories that you might have, happy, sad, whatever, as I always say, you can submit them to outspokensam at gmail.com. All right. And I might read one of them at the end of at the end of one of my podcasts. So all right. This one is from a big fan. Like a really big fan. Like a like a industrial fan all right they even said it themselves so it says here i was recently watching your podcast about the mr potato head thing at one point you said that gay and trans people are taking over the world and that quote if you're not one of us yet and you're listening to this podcast and you're straight watch out end quote well in middle to high school i started noticing my growing feelings for women and questioned my sexuality i'd always pushed those feelings down because i thought i was supposed to like guys especially since i constantly watch people like ben shapiro steven crowder and prager you and have an openly homophobic mom stepdad and possibly dad when i had my first crush on a guy at high school i was like see you are straight but then i had a crush on my best friend who's a girl to the point where when a mutual guy friend told me he might ask her out 
It kept me up at night thinking about her. I always assumed these feelings about my sexuality would go away as I got older, so I just ignored them. But now I'm in college and these feelings have only gotten stronger. It wasn't until I started watching you and other LGBT YouTubers did I recently start to feel more comfortable with accepting that I might be bisexual or lesbian. I'm honestly still not sure. I went from being extremely anti-LGBT as a kid to a bisexual woman, and I have you as well as other YouTubers to thank for helping me becoming more comfortable with who I am. While I still may not be comfortable talking to my parents about this because of their views, I'm at least finally being happy with accepting who I am. So yeah, straight people listening to this podcast, watch out. I just wasn't strong enough to hold my ground against the spooky gay agenda we always hear about so much. See, look, my recruitment is working. We're getting... <laughs> I'm just fucking... I'm just joking. I feel like a lot of people do start off anti-LGBT though. Uh, especially if you're coming from a household like that and then you don't because you don't even you're not even thinking about being gay or whatever and then all of a sudden it happens and you're like oh shit oh shit this is everything my parents warned me about and i and i was taught was wrong and then you realize it i realized that i like girls from a from a very young age too except i didn't there was no homophobia in my family or anything like that so uh but i also just didn't, I didn't tell anybody that i like girls so I just, I did exactly that. I tried to suppress it. Good thing I didn't have people like Ben Shapiro to watch back then. <clears throat> or anyone to watch like that back then. <laughs> All I had was Fred. So I was safe. So this next story gives me anxiety. It is terrifying. It is scary. This is, was my nightmare as a teenager. So before we start, a little backstory. During summer of 2020, I came to terms with my sexuality. I realized I was bisexual. Life goes on, right? Months later, after hiding this from everyone, I told my three best friends. Somehow we found out that in a sense, we were all gay. We were secretly gay and happy. So keep this in mind for the story. I joined Discord in October of 2020. Joined different servers and my friends added me to a group chat with some other people from different countries. We talked about life as one does and the eight of us grew really close. One day, one of my best friends came to my house for a sleepover. We hadn't seen each other in like five months due to COVID. So we were just having the time of our lives catching up. We ended up going to bed at like 2 a.m. We knew the day after, a Sunday, we would have to go to church with my family. I woke up to my mom with my phone in her hand asking me to unlock it. I was panicking. My friend was also panicking. I have to clean my phone. I have to delete Discord. I have to erase the messages were my thoughts. Thankfully, my mom didn't know my password so she couldn't open it. Still, she had asked me to unlock it for her. I ran to the bathroom, faking a stomachache with my phone in my hand, cleared all of my chats, erased my Discord, and completely erased all tracks of my gayness, making it look as straight as possible. My mom was angry. She was furious. I couldn't figure out why until she showed me her phone. My best friend's mom had found their Discord account. They found messages of quote-unquote profane language, and my mom was particularly curious by the way my friend had described me in their user notes. Said so my name, birthday, zodiac, my pronouns, my sexuality. My mom asked me what she slash her meant. I lied and explained that they meant I was a girl, which I don't think I am. I'm a demigirl, which means I don't entirely identify as a woman. My mother also asked what bi meant. I screamed bilingual. You know I speak Spanish and English, right? She smiled. Somehow she believed it and we got away with it. My pronouns are she, they, and to be honest, I'm grateful my friend had no idea. To this day, I keep my discord hidden, scared of what might happen. So that right there is terrifying. That is like, oh my god, like a parent going through your phone. 
when you're younger is like the biggest invasion of privacy that you could ever do to your kid. And especially if you were like out on the internet and your friends know and it's and you have like profiles logged in and everything like that. And then they come across your Twitter and it says like, I'm gay and my pronouns are they, them. That would not be good. That And then that would out you. Oh man, that would not. I feel like this happens to a lot of people too. Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there, friends. Be careful what you post on the internet because you never know what will happen. That goes for everything, not just LGBT people too, by the way. And for the last story, here we go. About two years ago, I came out as bi slash pan to close friends. I can't come out to my family because they're all conservative Christians and I'm pretty sure I'd be kicked out. Anyways, I grew up conservative and was a pretty hardcore Republican for a while. I religiously watched Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens, you name it. I was homophobic, transphobic, everything that aligned with the aforementioned people's views. That's a new word that I just learned. Thank you, friend. <laughs> when I realized I was bi slash pan, I retained Republican views and tried to repress my newfound sexuality. Things were all good until your videos started popping up on my recommended. Even though I still watched Steven Crowder, I was really annoyed because what was a trans man doing on my page when I was still transphobic? You never left my page though, and one day I decided to watch one of your videos. Uh, I don't remember the first video of yours I watched, but after that, things changed. You were the gateway drug to... then name a bunch of LGBT creators or leftist creators. I could go on. What I'm trying to say is this. Your videos led me into a whole new side of YouTube, and through that I learned to embrace myself, my sexuality, and I changed my political views. So thank you. I'm happier than I ever have been thanks to your video popping up on my recommended page. <laughs> that is that is a great story. I thought I laughed out loud when I read this one because I can just picture it. That is so weird that my content got suggested onto yours when you watch people like Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro. Candace Owens and then it's me it's probably it was probably like one of my videos mocking one of them so like in the tags so I probably put it in the tags because it was getting views and then it ended up on those types of people's pages which is hilarious I think it's very good that YouTube is YouTube is in an echo chamber I mean you do get content suggested to you based off of what you do like but I, I've seen plenty of videos that I wouldn't click on or I wouldn't watch and I recommended and stuff like that. And I think it's really good because it does show people that there's other people out there than the only, like the people that they are just strictly watching. And I'm really glad that I'm basically given this opportunity to change people's minds about trans people or LGBT people. You know, even though I do it through comedy or commentary, it's really awesome to see people just have a newfound respect for it or find out that they themselves are actually part of the lgbtq community after basically accepting those feelings and stop pushing them down by watching people like ben shapiro who say being trans is wrong and all that bullshit uh, or gay or whatever i don't know i think it's really cool dude so really loved all these stories today uh, i really love this episode and i hope all of you did too so with all that being said i will see you all next week with another episode stay safe Stay hydrated, stay healthy, and I will see you all next week again. Bye-bye.